Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. For the last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to today's episode where we are going to talk all about franchising. Naturally, if you are in the realm of considering starting a juice bar business, it has to have come across your mind whether or not you should actually start your own brand or if it actually would be better for you to franchise. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the pros and cons and elaborate a little bit more deeply on a lot of the things that you want to think about as you are considering whether or not to go one route or the other. So first and foremost, let's talk about some of the benefits of franchising. Why do people buy into franchises? The first reason that most people are going to purchase a franchise is because you're really buying into an existing brand and brand awareness from time to time will have value. In some situations, it may not have value because especially in the juice market, a lot of these franchise brands may be newer. So they may or may not give you more or less value in terms of their brand awareness. Uh, so that's the first thing. And the first reason why most people purchase at a franchise is because it is valuable to have a business that customers are already aware of, they like the menu. <clears throat> and you're going to gain value from buying into that existing concept. What's the next reason that most people buy into franchises? Well, it's because of the existing collateral. So you don't have to create the menu from scratch. You don't have to design the logo. You don't have to design the color scheme. There are systems and processes in place already that are going to support you in being more successful, which is a good thing. That's definitely very, very valuable, and you don't want to underestimate the power of that. With that as well may come marketing, support from their team, so on and so forth. And the third reason is because you're going to have value in some of the research that these companies have done in terms of location analysis, making sure that you're in the right place and that you're in a market that has the capacity to be more or less successful, hopefully more. So those are really the primary reasons, right? And it's really two major ones. One, the fact that you're buying into a brand that already exists and two, you're that, and I should say a brand that already exists, that's giving you some leverage in terms of your target customer. So they've already done marketing on your behalf uh, and customers know what to expect when interfacing with that brand. And then two, you're purchasing into existing systems, collateral, meaning visual, logos, 
paperwork, training, so on and so forth. Now, what are some of the downsides that you want to be aware of if you are thinking about going into a franchise? Well, let's start with the, the biggest and most obvious one is that generally buying into franchises aren't cheap. You're going to invest anywhere between 25000 on the low side up to a hundred or hundreds of thousands of dollars depending on what the, who the franchise ors are. It can be very expensive and that's money that's not going directly back into your business. And granted, you are going to have to invest some portion of this, whether it's in getting your menu developed or having the logos designed, so on and so forth. But depending on the business, as I mentioned, it can be upwards of fifty dollars to $100,000, in which case usually these elements aren't going to cost you as much to get into for your business. So that's one of the bigger downsides. It also relates to, in terms of the financing, in the financial aspect, the fact that you're going to have to pay a royalty on that franchise, and that's either going to be monthly, quarterly, or, or uh, bi-yearly on all of your gross sales. So most of the time, this is going to be anywhere from 4% on the low side up to 6 and even 10% on the higher side because some franchises do require that you put money into a marketing pool for that franchise, and that can be even up to 10%. Um, I haven't seen more than that, uh, but it is possible as well. So this means 10% of your gross income is going towards this franchise business before it sees your pocket. So just to paint the picture, if you make a million dollars gross income a year on your business, that's uh, that's $100,000. That is $100,000 that's going into the pockets of the franchisors and not in your pocket. Um, it's not a small amount of money considering the profit margins of a juice bar business. So that's one of the other bigger downsides. What's something else that you want to think about uh, as it relates to potentially buying into a franchise? Something to be wary of. That is that you do not have a lot of creative control. So in the same way that all the things and systems and, and menu and logo that was a benefit, it can also be a hindrance because the nature of franchises is they have to most of the time be quite broad in general in their approach to appeal to a wider audience. This means that their menu offerings kind of have to be down the middle. Uh, and if you are in a specific market, you might find that your customers want you to use certain ingredients. You may find that uh, certain things are in season and they're really low cost for you because of a local farmer that you have and it would be great for you to run a special. Well, guess what? If you have a franchise business, you're not able to do that. And that's just one element looking at the menu. There can be many other things that and restrictions that you are going to be under that won't allow you to adapt your business in a way that is most helpful. Uh, I was speaking to a prospective client a few weeks back and they were in a franchise and they were struggling and they weren't making money unfortunately and this is a newer franchise and when I say newer I mean within like the last uh, five years. This is a newer franchise and 
they didn't have the ability to find their own vendors. The franchise required that they used a list of their approved vendors. The problem was is that the prices that they were getting from these vendors was really high. They had a 35% food cost. And for anyone in this industry, you I think they actually were at a 37% food cost. So anyone in this industry knows you really want to be in a place where your food costs are at most 30% or less. And so they didn't have the freedom to save themselves money, which ultimately could be the reason that they eventually go out of business. And so the same system that was supporting them ended up suffocating them. And so this is probably one of the main reasons I would have an aversion to some franchises. Not to say that I have this view that all franchises are bad and you shouldn't get into them, but there are certain situations where you could end up in a a place where you're quite stifled and you don't have the ability as an entrepreneur to make sure that you're successful. Because the truth is, as a small business owner, one of your greatest assets is your ability to adjust, to be agile, because you're going to learn a lot and the industry is changing a lot. And so with bigger companies being the franchise, the, the franchise corporate company, they may not be in a place where they're responding to the market quickly enough, or they may be in a place where their brand is relevant for a short period of time, even a decade. But what happens when things in the juice industry change and you're not in a place where you can make the proper adjustments to make sure your business is still relevant because you're in a contract that doesn't allow you to do these things. So um, that leads me to my third point, which is really these franchise agreements can be very, very, very uh, meticulous. And there can be a lot of things that could get you to a place where you're in violation of that franchise agreement and then therefore you lose your license. And so that means after you've invested all this time, all this money, you could do something that uh, is not in accordance with that agreement and hopefully you don't, but there's a lot of terms. If any of you guys have gone down this pathway, you know that there's a lot of terms and things that you have to be in consideration of uh, that are really, really big liabilities. And so, Overall, the realization you have to have is that there are pros, there are cons, like in most situations. If you decided to start your own brand, you could eventually be someone who licenses the brand out and or franchises the brand out to other people because you own that brand. You can dictate the future existence of that company. Now, uh, granted, I have, a to a certain degree, a little bit of a preference for helping people because this is what we do. We've been in this industry for nearly a decade and we help people create custom concepts with the information and education on the proven systems and processes and ways to develop menus that we know works. And this is something that we do at a fraction of the cost of what most franchises charge. And so there's, there's definitely a lot of truth in the fact that 90% of businesses fail and then more franchises are successful. Our clients have the same success rate as most franchises because we've been in the industry and we know it works. And so if you're in a place where you're considering your franchise or you're considering doing your own, you know, feel free to reach out to us and you can even reach me personally at Andrew 
at starterjuicebar.com and we can discuss what that might look like for us to develop a custom concept for you and help you get to a place where you have a business that you're confident that you can open, but also at the same time, you actually own all the rights to and aren't in a contract that could potentially be a liability or keep you from a place of, of being to adapt your business towards your customers' needs. So um, I hope this gives you a bit of things to think about. Uh, and overall, you as a business owner have to make a mature decision to decide what feels best for you. So this is Andrew McFarlane with the Juice Bar Experts. Hope you guys are feeling amazing and we'll see you at the next episode. Take care.